Welcome, everybody, to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics, each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wigella, and I'm today joined by Stacey Hissong. What up? What up, Stacey? Yes, I'm so excited. You're back. I'm back. For your third episode third. overall, second yeah. with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know I, f- I did your podcast uh, last, last week, week yeah. so, you know. Figure lots, I might as well return the favor, right? Or vice of, versa. I don't really know who's doing who favors, but <laughs> lots of positive feedback. If you guys haven't checked it out yet, it's pretty fucking hilarious. We talk about dating horror, dating app horror stories. Yes, go go subscribe to Seriously Let's Be Fucking Honest anywhere yes. you can get your podcasts and listen to me give probably bad advice on. <laughs> it was <laughs> horrible. Advice. <laughs> horrible advice. I, the first text I got about it, by the way, somebody was like, "Thank you for telling him to stop saying daddy." <laughs> I was like, yes. I will never. <laughs> oh, it was great. Okay. Maybe that's why I'm still single. Who fucking knows? Either that or the inability to make emotional attachments to people. One of the two. <laughs> I don't think it's the second. I saw you posted a surprise episode the other day. I did. I did a bonus episode this week because I randomly got bar- a barrage of dick pics. See? Told you it's harder for girls. On Voxer. What is Voxer? It's a walkie-talkie app I use for my coaching clients. Okay. <laughs> and it just randomly went off and it wouldn't stop. So I actually logged out and deleted the app because I think they got hacked because somebody else told me they got a bunch of messages that night too. That's straight. Do you, you don't talk to, do you talk to men on there? No. I have like, I have everything set so you can't find me. So not sure. Oh, they definitely got hacked yeah. then. They got dick hacked. Yeah. And it was <laughs> bad. It Damn. It was bad. That's yeah. like fucking an STD for apps right there. Yeah, so literally I, I did a whole episode about how dick pics are harassment and it they need to stop. We need to stop normalizing dick pics, friends. That is my PSA. For Especially today. unsolicited ones. That was what it actually is said unsolicited. Yeah, if I ask, then like, Go for it. Yeah. I, if you ask, I will. I would never send one, to be honest. Uh, yeah, you can see it in person if you want. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. Um, what are we drinking today? Oh, I don't know. Let's see. Something fancy, it looks like. Looks like we got some sun-kissed. No. I um, mean, that's a good uh, description of the can. Yeah. Flying Dog Thunder Peel Hazy IPA. Yes. Uh, it's a 6.2%, I believe, so drink at your own risk. <laughs> it doesn't say anything else up on it, so let's just crack this open and try them. Okay. Oh, it's always a good sign. Sometimes I get beer and it just explodes everywhere um, in here and it's disturbing. Premature. Yeah. Yeah. That's the exactly. It's the worst. <laughs> Tastes like a hazy IPA. It does. It does. I was wondering. It's like a little blood orange, but yeah. not like super strong. Or or it's a placebo effect from the can. Actually, I'm pretty sure it does have orange <laughs> hints in it. Might have said that on the box. Well, it I says don't know. thunder peel, so it's a peel of some uh. sort. So I'm just deducing based off the sun-kissed can. Thunder the Peel, for those of you who know my uh, hit movie, Under the Peel, from back in the day. Oh, I'll have to look it up, I guess. It's it's really bad. Yeah. And by really bad, I mean fucking amazing. Yeah, amateur. Um... Amateur filming. Okay. Hilarious writing. Yeah. Did you write it? I wrote the story, <laughs> but my friend Brian, who started the podcast with me, wrote it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we made it back in 2012, and we were just kids. And man, I made those guys do some weird shit. <laughs> I made one of them fuck a car so oh well the gas the gas um canister. no just the back of it is very oh. comical not, okay. not i don't want to say comical but like corny 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 comedy okay, okay. and a lot of gay comedy because you know that's my style okay you know whatever you gotta do you have a good weekend i did i'm trying to think what i did oh my dad was in town so oh. i went to dinner with my dad on saturday 
and Friday night I went out dancing. Remember we talked about that on my podcast? That's enough of that. Fear number one, sports. You say you went out dancing on Friday night or Saturday night? Friday night I was going out with like all the people oh, yeah. from my gym and we ended up and we went out dancing. Did you have like um, uh, the speed dating thing this weekend? No, I didn't do that yet. Okay. No, haven't done that yet. I went out dancing hardcore on Saturday night. Where'd you go? I went to actually Diamondbacks. You ever hear of that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, I, I pretty much woke up from Friday. I had a bunch of people over because my friend was in town. And then Saturday I went um, and tried to kidnap all my friends with my friend Jeff. And <laughs> we ended up at Diamondbacks eventually. And man, I'm telling you what, on Sunday... I have never felt more close to death from a hangover <laughs> ever. Like I thought like if I fell asleep, I would stop breathing. So I also had two five-hour energies like through the course of Friday and Saturday. You're really taking care of that body so well. Bring it to me, baby. <laughs> Come on. The devil lives in me. You can't kill me. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, but yeah, oh, super fucking fun time at Diamondbacks. Okay. Um, have, you, have, you, so you, have you been? No. Uh, I hate country music. So uh, just... Me too. Yeah. Uh, it's the only kind of music I don't like. But yeah, any too. any music live is kind of just an excuse to dance for me. Yeah. So I was <laughs> there were some embarrassing videos. I'm just dancing by myself and this like it's a really <laughs> weird venue that plays. Um, but I knew the singer that was playing because she actually randomly came on my podcast. That's the ghost chick I was talking oh, about. Yeah, yeah. And I hit her up and asked her if she was singing anywhere, and she was uh, singing at Diamondback. So shout out to Jessica Jolene. Um, but they let me go on stage and play the tambourine for a song. It was fucking cool. They should not have. I was drunk as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I left my uh, debit card there. Just canceled it. But <laughs> So instead of going to get it, you just canceled it? No, I it. didn't want to see anybody there again. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know how embarrassing <laughs> oh, I got. <laughs> shit. Oh, my God. Well, we went to Uptown Grill in Commerce, and um, 50 Amp Fuse was playing, which is like a pretty yeah. popular local cover mm-hmm. band. And it was a lot of fun. It was great. Hell yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah, 50 Amp Fuse. I think we live across the street from my friend Eric. You and we did talked tell about the singer podcast. Yeah, we yeah. sure did. And it was a lot of fun. So I haven't danced in a really long time. So felt nice. Woke up the next day and was like, wow, I'm more sore than I was at kickboxing. So that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. My like whole body was bruised. Like I think I was crawling around on the floor at one point. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> fun night, though. One of the best nights I've ever had. Best. Yeah, best. So I went on Valentine's Day. So it was really nice to like be with a whole group of people and yeah. not like, you know, cry in my house by myself. Right. Yeah. So that was cool. There we go. Yeah. No crying for the weekends. Nah. Save it for Mondays and Tuesdays when you feel a lack of serotonin in your brain from the weekends. Right. Crying company time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, on to sports. Sports. Okay. Um, so, like you told me five seconds before we started recording, yeah. you're not going to be helpful for any of these topics. Probably so not. We'll probably see not. I've been a little out of the loop, so let's see what happens. <laughs> um, so, we'll start locally. Okay. Um. um a new mock draft came out from like the, one of the top people at ESPN, Mel Kuyper Jr. Okay. And as you know, hopefully, the Lions had the third pick overall in the draft. Mm-hmm. And he gave them uh, Tua Tungavailoa, which is the quarterback from uh, Alabama. Oh. Which is a surprise mock from that. So everyone's been talking about all over ESPN what the, okay. the Lions might draft, actually draft a quarterback who is um, probably one of, a generational talent, but he's got hip problems. He, bum, bum, bum. Yeah, he has like a really rare hip injury that like way back in the day only one of their players had it and it kind of ruined their um, career. Okay. But with modern medicine is is what it is right now, I'm fucking all on board for this. Okay. Let's draft Tua, I say. Get somebody under Stafford for while well, we have Stafford for like a year or two longer and groom the next like star quarterback in the league because 
I mean, Patrick Mahomes just proved it by winning the Super Bowl that you need a young quarterback with insane athleticism on a rookie contract to be able to put a bunch of pieces around him to go out there and get a Super Bowl, which I know is fucking high hopes for the Lions, and it might not matter because of the curse that our franchise has under it, <laughs> over it. Um, but yeah, I say draft a quarterback. Yeah, I support this fully. I uh, so I, I can talk about it. See, you just have to tell me the news, and then I have opinions on it. Um, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm totally in support of this. While I believe if you don't live in Detroit, you can see how Stafford is a talent. I think those of us that are here are pretty sick of him mm. um more so just sick of the whole entire franchise yeah. is I, more yeah i don't, don't want to blame Stafford. it's not no <laughs> he definitely is a talented person and like i said if you don't have to live with the franchise i think that you support mm. him a little bit more than um he gets here in detroit for sure right. um but yeah i i'm in total support of them not taking like a fucking o-lineman or something you yeah. know like doing you something know, we're already that's good in, we're already in talks of trading our star quarterback darius slay and then like there's a really good cornerback coming out but cornerbacks don't change your franchise the way quarterbacks do right and especially a quarterback with like and i, I know stafford's got broken a, a broken back in the last two seasons he broke parts of his back so it's like okay you're replacing stafford with another injury risk quarterback because if 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 tua hat doesn't ha- didn't have this hip injury then he would have been by far the number one overall pick right but joe burrow of lsu had like the best season any players ever had for uh college football as a quarterback and he's probably going number one to cincinnati okay well yeah i think i mean we've been dealing with stafford and his glass body like it was his last shoulder for several years in a row and then mm. now with his back and everything else and that is a little worrisome, I think, having someone who is prone to injury. But as you said, with modern medicine, and if they get the right supporting cast, maybe, I don't know, get a fucking running back that lasts for longer than yeah, a year or rather something. Rather than carry on who breaks, too. Yeah. I love carry on, but he breaks. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I loved when we had Abdullah, and I loved when we had Joyke Bell. Like, they've all, they're all great in their moment, but they have a small, bright, shining moment, and then that's it. They're not long term players. Right. I mean, my favorite one running back we ever had was Javid Best. Remember that guy? <gasps> I do. Yeah. And he was so good, and we were so yeah. good with him, but, you know, concussions, fucking brain shit, fucking scary shit. Scary, scary shit. Yeah. But, man, that was fun having him. But, you know, uh, I say get to a. I have a crazy conspiracy theory I want the Lions to do. Oh, my God. Yes, tell me all the things. So here's my dream scenario for the Lions. Okay. Draft Tua, number three overall. Trade Stafford, and I know there's going to be a big cap hit, um, but (laughs) all this is completely unrealistic, but trade him to, like, the Chargers, get that sixth overall pick, or trade him to the Colts and get that 13th overall pick. And with that pick, you draft either Jerry Judy or CeeDee Lamb, which are, like, the two best receivers coming out. And if both of them are gone, then all right, fine. Take the best offensive lineman. Sign Antonio Brown with all of his fucking chaos going around him. Um, he's he, he is ridiculous. He is terrible, but he is the best receiver in the league still, though he's not really in the league. And then the most improbable of all is somehow figure out a way to sign Tom Brady for a year. <laughs> this is the craziest shit I've ever heard come out. No, I've heard a lot of crazy shit come out of your mouth, but this is the craziest in relation to the Lions, I think. This well, is... yes. The, the, the most unrealistic of it, the only thing that could be impossible of all that is signing Tom Brady, which I know, who the fuck would want to come to Detroit? But Tom Brady, with the ego he has, the only way you can sell him on Detroit is saying, like, you've done everything in your career already. If you can take the worst franchise in the league to the promised land, your legacy is even it's it's even stronger than it was. You don't need Bill Belichick. You don't need anything. You brought fucking Detroit to the Super Bowl. You can sell him on that idea 
and he has the kind of personality to be like, okay, yeah, I can do this. And if you put Jerry Judy, Antonio Brown, Kenny Galladay, TJ Hawkinson all around him, that's the most potent offense in the league. Fuck our defense. I don't fucking care. We're going to outscore everybody. Well, Brady's not going to work with Antonio Brown again. Uh, he might. They work together for about four and a half minutes. <laughs> they, they got a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, and that was it. The, then, Tom, Tom Brady probably would have won another Super Bowl if uh, Antonio Brown didn't have uh, rape allegations come out against right. him the week so, after that. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna really lobby for that. I think I've told you that this year. I, I'm a huge football NFL like mm. always, always love football. This year I had a really hard time watching it because of all of the shit happening off the field and just the ridiculousness that surrounds the NFL at this point. Mm. I swear to God, and I'm a Steelers fan, so Antonio Brown was like everything to me for years. Yeah, and then he the shit with the phone in the locker room, and it was like, okay, like that's really stupid. You're dumb, but okay. And then everything else has just been piling out, and then the uh, um the rape, and then the assault charges, mm. and fucking nah, he needs to stay home. <laughs> he needs to stay home. He does not need to come to Detroit where he can get himself into some real fucking shit. Like, no, no. Hey, I mean, if he's going to get into sh- he's been he's been uh, posting a bunch of stuff about how he feels remorseful for how he's treated teams. Like, nothing with these rape allegations, which... No, no, don't feel remorseful <laughs> for that. No, no, no. Well, he's I mean, Be remorseful he, you lost your career, <laughs> motherfucker. Yes, that makes he's, sense. Oh my God, he lost so much money because he yeah. had to pay back all of his big contract for Oakland. Yeah. And then I think, I don't... I don't know if the Patriots have asked for the money back for what they're no, signing didn't they bonus. Pay, didn't they pay Oakland? The no, Patriots? no, because Oakland just straight up cut them. But uh, they gave uh, Antonio Brown like a $9 million contract, but it had like incentives and signing okay. bonus stuff. But I think they could ask for it all back. Don't know if that happened yet. Yeah, I feel like I was here and we talked about that. Not on, on the show. I feel like we just actually oh, spoke about that. Probably. Yeah, because, um, yeah. Why, he, why the fuck are you a stupid Steelers fan again? So I have family there pittsburgh's my second favorite city in the country and As opposed to what black and yellow black and yellow you know yeah what's your favorite city <laughs> chicago oh me too yeah chicago i'll be the there beam, next weekend everything. baby Aww, i haven't been in like four years or something so i need what? to take i know i know you need to take a weekend this summer it's happening Come on. i know it's happening I, I go there at least twice a year I, I think i was there four times last year i used to but then you know like it's so close i know and then like bills and working for myself and yeah. Stupid stuff, you know. I'm debating whether to take the train or take my car. So I've never taken the train. That's like a thing on my bucket list. Is I've never been on a train period except for mm. the one at the Detroit Zoo. Oh, <laughs> that, that doesn't count. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> never been on one, so that's on my bucket list. Yes. But anyways, if you're not on board with Antonio Brown, I totally understand. But you can't deny how fucking good that offense would be with <laughs> with this ridiculous scenario that I've set up, where we get. So what would Tua be doing if we take if we pick up Brady? Well, he's not. I don't think he's going to be fully healthy by the time uh, the season comes around. Ah. So he'd be learning under Tom Brady, the best quarterback. So you to want ever this all game. to happen before August? Yes. <laughs> okay. All Just... of it. All of it is possible. It's all theoretically possible. I think our. I think we have one of the highest cap uh, rooms in the league. Uh, we take a big dead hit with uh, Stafford. But I oh something I forgot to mention is we should package Marvin Jones in the trade and get rid of his salary cap and then we'll have Kenny Galladay, Antonio Brown, Tom Brady, T.J. Hawkinson, and I don't that's what else what else more can you fucking need? <laughs> like, this is the most absurd thing ever, and I swear to God, if it comes true, I probably if I'm ever the fucking GM of a team, man, I'm doing shit like this. Yeah. Someone signed me as the GM. I'll work for free. Well, I I'll work so I can survive. Martha, Martha, come on. Martha, I know you can't see me because you don't have eyes. That's why you're always wearing those sunglasses. But you probably still have yours. Speaking of 
conspiracy theory. You ever seen that girl's eyes? She doesn't have them. They're gone. They they went away a long time ago. She wears glasses She's like all the Cyclops time. from X-Men? Well, I think he has eyes. He's just not allowed to open them. Oh, so you just think she legit has no <laughs> I think, eyes. I think she lost her eyes a couple years ago. <laughs> They're just gone. Yeah. Just, okay. There's right. two glass eyes and someone to walk her around <laughs> oh my God. and make terrible decisions for our franchise. <laughs> and keep terrible management. Yeah. Are we losing the coach, though? Did that no, happen No, we're yet? keeping him around oh for another year, which is why this even makes more sense because they have a, like, pretty much uh, Martha told them, if they're not competing for the playoffs in December, then they're probably not going to be back. So that kind of changes their whole draft strategy, which is stupid. and makes taking Tua less likely because they have to win now. So, Which, I mean, they, they really should just try to win ever. Mm-hmm. Like, now, later, I, ever would dude, be good. Even if we don't, even if we don't um, uh, trade Stafford, don't end up getting, like, Jerry Judy. Oh, that's what they, that was the other receiver. Yeah, we get one of the best receivers in the draft. And we don't sign Antonio Brown. We don't sign Tom Brady. You know what? I still say draft Tua regardless because the future for him could be, like, astronomical. And if it doesn't work out, oh, well, we're going to fucking suck again. Whatever. We'll suck for next year, and we'll try to get Trevor Lawrence, which is going to be the the next quarterback coming out next year. Well, and they can write it into his contract, right, if he's hurt and never actually, like, gets healthy enough to play. They don't actually have to pay him, right? No, I'm pretty sure there's a deal where if players get hurt, they're exempt from, like, you can't really cut them if they're hurt because that's NFLPA and uh, the NFL and the owners, like, have agreed on, like, a contract or whatnot. Interesting. I do know that the least amount of money that you can make in the NFL is $400,000. It's a pretty uh, solid deal. I'll take it. Yeah, I mean, a long snapper. I'm going into the draft. (laughs) We have the best long snapper in the league, Don Muleback. Did you? Mm-hmm. Mm, tell me some dirty secrets. None. They're literally wonderful people, and I'm not just saying that. They're amazing. <laughs> I nanny for quite a few of the Lions players back like five years ago. What? Yeah. Why? Or, why? I'm not, why? Because I mean, I'm I, fucking I, amazing. I guess I mean how. <laughs> um. So a friend of mine from high school nannied for a family, and she was leaving, and she called me and said, I know you just quit your job, and you're looking for something to do until you figure out your life. So it was 2012, and I said, okay. And she's like, uh, they want you to come interview. So I did, and then I started, I literally nannied the Lions Bible studies. Damn. But I was a, like a family nanny for a couple different families, too, throughout the years. Barry Sanders Jr. needs a mom. <laughs> it was it was, it was was very cool. The, the players that I met were amazing, like literally. So who did you meet? You met Don Muleback. Mm-hmm. Do you, know any, do you remember anyone else's names? Uh-huh. Oh. I feel weird talking about it. Why? I don't know. I just do. So you don't have to, I guess, if you're uncomfortable. Well, I don't know. I just like feel. Well, I guess I'm not saying anything bad. I'm just saying. You're, yeah, I, you're literally saying really positive yeah. things. <laughs> um, so the family that I nannied for the longest and the most, and like was their actual nanny was um Dylan Gandy. He was um O line. Don't don't know about him. Don't care. Anyways, next. Yeah. Um, but they were amazing. <laughs> and Corey Hilliard's family. I've heard of that guy. Yep, was he, he a was, tight end? No defense, I think. Nah. Pretty sure. Um, he was really, really good, but then he got hurt. His, he hurt his knee. Okay. Um, and then uh, one of our backup quarterbacks. Drew Stanton? No, I wish. Uh, I don't, Orlovsky. Orlo- you've, you nannied for Orlovsky? Mm-hmm. He's like, so you've met him? For two years, I nannied for that family. Mm-hmm. You know, for their triplet boys. He's, yeah. all, he's all over TV now. I know. I saw him like <laughs> this, because I told you I barely watched it this season, and all of a sudden I was like, I know him. <laughs> Damn, dude. I know. 
How do you fucking not have Lion Seasons tickets paid for you forever? <laughs> I so they um usually like oh maybe because you're a stupid Steelers fan maybe but they usually um the families like gifted me seats and stuff um but a lot of the times I nannied home games for so the wives oh. could go you know so um but one that's so cool yeah but one um game a year they always like gifted me and they let me pick whichever game I wanted to go to did you get like awesome seats mm-hmm. fuck off. yeah I sat with the fa- I sat in the family fuck section. off I hate you so much You're I'm welcome. so jealous <laughs> How do I get this job? I don't know if I'd be a good I don't nanny. know. It's weird because my dad just brought it up to me like Saturday when I saw him. He's like, you think you could ever do that again? I said, I don't ever want to do that again. That was a <laughs> lot of kids and I don't have the same patience I had eight years ago. Hey, you know someone to reference. Okay. All right. I Noted. would be terrible, but I can fake an interview. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. I want my names all over that. Stamp of approval. Yes. How young do you care about having your kids consume alcohol? <laughs> Um, uh, anyways, okay, on from the NFL, uh, the NBA just had their all-star game, um, where they celebrated, uh, Kobe Bryant in, uh, in a way by changing the rules, uh, for the fourth quarter of the all-star game. Mm. Have you heard about this? Have you seen this? So, <laughs> I feel like you just <laughs> sounded like David Letterman. There's <laughs> one of them. Have you seen this? You seen this? Um. That was intentional. <laughs> so I did, I did know that they changed the rules, but I don't know exactly. Okay, so you know, uh, you know the, how a normal NBA game goes, right? Yes. Okay, so the well, the the difference with this one is in the fourth quarter, whoever team, whatever team is up, mm-hmm. like let's say somebody's up like eighty to, uh, let's say seventy five, mm-hmm. the per, the team with eighty points, so you get to get up to eighty plus twenty four, which would be a hundred and four. Mm-hmm. And that's how many points you have to get to that. Once you get to 104, you win the game, either team. Okay. So a uh, team with 80 has to score 24 points to win the game. Team with 75 has to score uh, 29 points. I don't know how math works, but whatever, <laughs> however it gets to that. Okay. Which is, which totally changes the fourth quarter. And this is the, cause you know, the NBA all-star game is notorious for being stupid and uncompetitive. Yes. Like there was like 45 dunks in the fourth first three quarters like a shit ton of three-pointers but then the fourth quarter came around with these new rules and there was only three dunks much less three-pointers and it's just the the players were actually playing defense like taking charges which doesn't fucking happen in the all-star game and like people were getting into it and like almost like on the verge of scrumming with each other so was 24 points in relation to kobe that's why they picked i think i think it's called elam Elam rules or something. Okay. Um, they've tried it like in a couple of different like random tournaments, like not with not in the NBA, but like other things. Okay. Um, in a different different variations, but yeah, I think they were originally going to have it be twenty five, but they switched to twenty four for Kobe. Okay. Uh, but it just made the whole thing a lot more competitive, and it's a cool rule, I think, because it 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 doesn't like slow down the game at the end when the end of NBA games can be like a kind of a drag. They're super yeah. exciting, but like if they're close, but if they're not close it's just like foul shoot the free throws but you can't Mm -hmm. really foul in this situation because if you they're shooting free throws they're just getting points towards uh the end goal okay which i don't know i'm all on board i say let's let's keep experimenting with this uh in all all through basketball and people might like it more and whatever whatever sells is what should happen yeah i think especially in like all-star games for all the sports they should try different things and make it fun because Mm -hmm. a lot of times it is just bullshit and just some ceremonial thing which i mean they do kill themselves all year so like 
okay (laughs) but i i definitely think they need to do something to make it more enjoyable because i know so many people who sit down and watch the skills competitions parts of all of the all-star games and then the second day don't watch shit because it's not competitive it doesn't matter yeah like the pro bowls the nfl pro bowl is the worst by far because like no one wants to get hurt and no one's tackling it's just flag football essentially like i'm saying why don't you just make it flag football then Mm -hmm. um NBA figured it out. Like, it was the most watched NBA All-Star game, I think, of all time. Well, they also had, like, a big tribute to Kobe, too. Yeah, so, like, yeah. there's a bunch of Dre, factors. Dre came out and did something, right? Dr. Dre, didn't he? Maybe. I don't okay. I don't remember. Okay. Well, I didn't watch any of it, is what I should say. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, i just been hearing about it, and people have liked it. Okay. And, yeah, I'm I'm all, bo- I'm all about it. Um, NHL kind of, like, did their gimmicky thing a couple years ago, making it a three-on-three tournament instead of okay. straight-up All-Star games. Um, because all star games are so fucking stupid. Like it's, it's kind of fun. It's, I think like it's something that's like fun for, uh, young fans, like really young fans. Do you remember back in the day when MTV used to do like, um, a pro-am like baseball game and it would be like celebrities and athletes and they would have like an all-star type game. That was kind of fun. Oh no. Yeah. MTV did it like every year and I'm, I'm pretty sure they did baseball and basketball. I know that there's an NBA, um, uh. Like celebrity game they have every year, which okay. is which is kind of cool. Like MTV's those was pretty playing, cool, but it's just it's just stupid because all they all suck. Yeah, you know? the, uh, the MTV one was pretty cool because it was like on cable. You know, so yeah. back you know twenty years ago, you knew if it was on cable, it was gonna be better <laughs> than if it was on primetime. Right. So like so like I don't know how you fix the Pro Bowl. Can't, yeah, can't can't figure that out. I mean, I feel of all the sports like that's just. They should probably just stop doing it, to be honest. Yeah. But they want that extra week of money. <laughs> Maybe like do it. I don't. I don't even know how you how you fix you, it. I, yeah. Doing it the week before the Super Bowl is silly because no one cares. Yeah. Everyone's still on the Super Bowl hype. You can't do it halfway through the season because then no one's actually really? going to try. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you should probably just not have it. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's how it should be. Yeah, baseball be like... is even dumber. Where like the winner, I I don't know if they took this away, but where the winner of their All Star game gets home field home, advantage, which is so fucking yeah. Stupid. I don't I don't know if it's like that anymore, but I that was really dumb, really really dumb. Baseball is always like I love watching a home run derby, but mm. I'm not gonna sit there and watch. It's just it's dumb. a boring game to be honest. Right. Anyway, like... and if you're not invested, like yeah, I'm dumb. Yeah. Um, speaking of baseball, you see the shit with the Astros? I did not. Verlander? What? Yeah, uh, where they were cheating the whole time. Stop it. No, you didn't hear any of this? I it's did. It's been all over the fucking sports I news. told you I've been busy. <laughs> anyway, so um, you know what sign stealing is? Yeah. Okay, so like sign stealing's kind of been a part of baseball for a long time, right? Uh-huh. But the Astros used like technology, like where they would like videotape like how the pitcher was holding the ball, like whenever they were home or whatnot, and like... And they use these trash cans to like hit him a couple times, like say, "Don't swing, it's going to be a slider," or "Swing away, it's a fastball." And the stats prove it out where the Astros have had like such a better advantage when they're at home, right? Because they can't do it when they're in, in a in a way ballpark. And they won their World Series on the heel of this, so they're all like everything's coming out now. And like some uh, coaches got suspended, team got fined, draft picks been taken, but they did not go far enough because like imagine being a Yankees or an or a Dodgers fan who got kind of got robbed of the World Series champion chance mm-hmm. like cuz they dominate both teams dominated at home but the Astros ended up like i think having home field or whatnot and okay. like their slugging percentage is just so much more when they're at home and they're like robbing people of the title and they're even more than that like individual pitchers and whatnot are getting like scrutinized and like we're kicked out of town for 
doing so bad in like the World Series or whatnot because oh because like you know you can't if if a, if if a player knows what you're gonna pitch in baseball especially well I guess that's the only sport worth pitching but <laughs> <laughs> we're not talking cricket over here <laughs> um, uh, but like if it's a fastball you know swing hard and swing fast and you're gonna fucking knock it out of the park right. And uh, so everything's up, up in an uproar right now that the punishment was not big enough because none of the players got punished for doing it. Just the coaches and the Astros team. Well, they should know better. Yeah. <laughs> Verlander knew about it but didn't say anything. And he's been one of the most critical people about cheating throughout his career. Like JV. Yeah. No. Uh, the punishment is not big enough. I don't know what's going to happen to these players when they go out to uh, opposing stadiums. Like they're going to get hit by pitches. Yeah. And it's going to be it's going to be a weird season. It's honestly this is probably good for the MLB cuz it's going to create intrigue cuz it's a fucking dying sport cuz it's boring and yeah. uh yeah, I don't know. I can't I've never been able to sit I've never sat through an entire baseball game. I'll tell oh, you really? that. Oh, really? See, I love baseball. Unless I was there and, and even if I'm there, I don't even like it. I don't really pay attention. I just like I like the atmosphere of being around a bunch of people. Yeah, shocker. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> if if I'm there, I get too drunk and I don't pay attention to the game. But I will watch a See? game. I will watch a game at home. I'll make dinner and sit down and watch an entire baseball game by myself in my living room with sugar. Oh my god, your life sounds so much fun. <laughs> yeah, really, it's great. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, I got really into it when I was dating this one guy who like loved it, and yeah. then I ha- I have like a, a photographic memory, so I would remember all the stats and shit. And he worked nights, so he'd come home and he'd be like, "What's what happened tonight? Who like how's he hitting?" Da-da-da. And I could like rattle off every fucking stat known to man. Damn. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. So. What a waste of a pho- photographic memory. It really is. It really is. Numbers stick out to me even more so. Numbers and faces are like my jam. So, but yeah. Um, and then. This, this should be a statistician for I mean, baseball. I literally would love that. Like I've talked hey. about it for years. I think that would be so fun, which it's not. Again, my life is so amazing, but <laughs> it sounds like such a good time to me. Like um, in Major League, the, the the movie. Yeah. But like the guy who's with Bob Uecker, who like doesn't talk at all, but knows all these stupid facts that he like packs to some of the paper and stuff. Sure. Yeah, I think that would be great. I mean, I'd have to talk. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So. There's a whole sh- like LeBron James is even coming out and tweeting about it and like saying like I don't know what the fuck I would do if that happened to me if someone robbed me out of a title like I don't know how I can control myself and then you got like Aaron Judge and other people coming out saying stuff like because Aaron Judge was on the Yankees okay um like got robbed of the World Series and it potentially robbed of like being the MVP of the World Series since he's one of the best players in baseball and that's fucking straight up like millions of dollars yeah. out of his pocket endorsements everything yeah yeah so like. This punishment that uh, I think Rob Manfield, Manfield or whatever, is the commissioner of baseball. Like okay. he's got a fucking, he's either got to take to do a one eighty and like he, I mean, they have to take away this title from them. Like, They're not gonna. It doesn't sound like it. It doesn't sound like they are, but like, come on, like it's gonna chaos is happening. Well, they have they have to do something. I mean, that goes back to like the Fab Five, right, at Michigan and all that mm. shit. They got stripped of all of that stuff. Right. And, I mean, and that happened years later. Yeah, this is then, happening immediately following right like they, yeah this all this shit all just happened like i think maybe two years ago or something like when yeah. the houston was there yeah. yeah um yeah not enough and the players are not being that remorseful the owner of the team or gm i forget which one said like yeah we don't think it affected anything like what are you talking about well you i can guess... clearly see the home road splits and how much better your hitters do at home so i'm gonna flip what i just said because i said that about the fab five but then we look back to 
fucking deflate gate and they didn't take that shit away with the yeah i i i, Patriots. I get that but i think deflating a football a little bit and rather than stealing signs is but they a were doing different. that too they fucked with the radios and shit too that's true yeah the patriots have yeah. been have been a uh, pretty scummy yeah yeah <laughs> but i believe they're Whatever, when they were fucking with the radios or deflating the football, I'm not positive that I think that might have been both the years the Giants beat them. So that might not have anything to take away. Karma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and football is a whole different entity. Like, it's not pitcher versus batter, it's a whole team thing. Like, yeah. doing. And, and, and I'm not advocating for the Patriots to, to um, be okay with them cheating, but like, I don't know. Like, the baseball advantage is so much more. Like, like you, you say in baseball, like steroids, like people doing steroids is right, a big deal. Right. Like and, and and like they shouldn't do it as cheating. But our science dealing with technology and these stupid trash cans that they're banging on. How did they not notice this? Like I don't know. You can like clearly hear the audio. Like if you're watching, if you were watching a yeah. game go thing, and you can hear like bang, 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 and then like you know people will just either swing or not swing or just know what pitch is coming, which is different. Like. I don't know. I, I mean, maybe it's not. I guess it's not. It's not apples. It's not apples to apples. Like it's different. Yeah, because you should. I mean, I kind of feel like as professional baseball players, they should, if they know what swing is, like they should anticipate what swing is coming anyway, right? Like that's what they're supposed to do yeah. based off the count and everything else. Mm-hmm. This was really almost just solidifying it. And again, I'm not advocating for it. That's fucked up. Cheaters are cheaters. Yeah. But I mean, there's that. I guess there's that um, argument to be made too. Like. If you look at it, how often was it the pitch that's supposed to come with the count that they were in, bases loaded? Like, you know, like that's yeah. shit they're supposed to know anyway. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. It's so fucking, it's so, it's so, I can't believe none of the players got in trouble for this. Like, that, geez. like Tom, like Tom Brady uh, got suspended four games for deflating a fucking football. Yeah. Like, these players get nothing. Like, nothing is happening to these players. <laughs> Just the coaches, management, and the Houston Astros organization. Which it should all be demolished. They should be. That's like punishing the parents and not the kids. Like Aaron, <laughs> like, or uh, um, who is who is the guy? The fucking the famous Yankee that was dating like maybe Jennifer Lopez or something. Oh, A Rod. A Rod, like he got suspended for like a whole entire season for juicing, which yeah, juicing is cheating. But like I don't know, I don't even think it's that bad. Every time, <laughs> year number two, entertainment. Mel drops got her again. But yeah, he gets suspended for a whole entire season and these players are literally cheating, boosting their chances of getting signed to gigantic contracts. Like, that's fucking with everybody. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, shit, we talked too much. I didn't even drink this beer, which is fucking rare for me. I did. Don't worry, guys. I've been patiently waiting to get scared shitless from um, the changeover. I wish you guys could see how high I jumped when that music just came on. I know. And I, I, I know it's coming. I can just see it. I'm like, oh, let's see if we can finish this or not. Yeah, no. Well, I'm about to crack this second beer here. Woo. Um, uh, what you been watching? What you been into? Okay. So um, there we go. Such a good noise. Like that echo. In that, sounded, that was, that was that one was, of the best cracks. Thank you. I appreciate it. You've got that. one of the best cracks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so speaking of that's what she said. So I'm a huge Office lover, right? So for okay. entertainment wise, I watch The Office literally every day. I watch at least one episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I also am very much into uh, murder shows. So pretty much anything about murder, serial killers. Are you watching like... The Outsiders? No. So somebody um, just told me about that show yesterday. I, I started it last HBO, night, right? got five minutes in, fell asleep. But oh, okay. But I, the HBO I, show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Jason Bateman, 
I oh. think the guy from House, maybe. Or maybe mm. I'm thinking of a different show. I don't know. I Like I said, I watched five minutes of it. Okay. Um, but, like... My li- friend Sean's really into it. Okay. Uh, live, like, TV, like, shit that's real relevant right now. I mean, Dateline and 2020 are on my DVR at all times. Because, <laughs> uh, again, murder. Um, but, like, I'm... So Stumptown is a new show on ABC this season. Ooh, you still watch ABC shows. I do. So I watch, <laughs> I watch like everything. I work from home, so almost always my TV is on, even if I'm not watching it. Like yeah. I have some background shit on it all the time. You're not times. just constantly watching Impractical Jokers like I am. <laughs> no, no, no. That I, that show makes me uncomfortable. The I movie's coming out tomorrow. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's... We'll get to that. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. I keep I keep, I keep, keep interrupting. Yeah, um, apparently. Yeah, I know. I'm not being interesting enough. My bad. <laughs> um, so I really like that show. Um, what? It's, what is it? <laughs> Stumptown. So it's got Robin from How I Met Your Mother. Okay. And it has Nick Miller from Nick Miller's in it? Yes. So that's okay, why I started maybe I might yeah. watch it. So that's why I started watching it because I follow him on Instagram and I was like, excuse me, what Jake Nick Johnson, Miller? Right? Yeah. Mr. Mr. Jake Johnson on Instagram. Shout out if you're listening, because you should be, because I love you, so love me back. Um <laughs> and I love you too. Yes. Honestly, probably more. <laughs> so I say all the time Nick Miller is like the ideal mate for me. I wouldn't even make really? <laughs> Yeah. I wouldn't even make him like pay his box of bills. Like he can do what he needs to. We're not gonna combine our money or anything. Yeah. But he's just a wonderful hearted person and mm. he's so awkward but honest about it. And I just love him. Like Nick Miller to me is one of the most attractive characters in T V history. Damn, I heard like the complete opposite from somebody this last week and really? I don't remember. Someone just told me, like, oh, I can't get in a new girl because, like, I just can't stand Nick Miller. Nick Miller is everything to me. Hell yeah. I fucking love <laughs> Nick Miller and his Ziploc bag wallet. Like, Just love eating a bowl him. of jelly sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Chinese food for breakfast. Like, I can't get down with that, you know? And then by the end, he pulls it together, you know? it's It really, mm. he just he just embraced who he was, and yes, I loved it. I fucking oh, stand love. the fuck out of new girl. I've can't tell you how many times I've seen it. Actually, everyone that's listening knows how many times yeah. I've seen it this year, especially. I've watched it four times the whole series this yeah. year. Yeah, so I'm on um, almost finishing my second time around with The Office. So what I do okay. is I watch The Office, New Girl, and Parks and Rec are on like a loop for me, but Office always gets two to everyone else's one. Okay. Um, but other like live shows and stuff... I really like um, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel on Amazon Prime. I've been Prime. meaning to watch that. It was really good. Uh, they just had a new season come out right around Christmas. So yeah. I'm up to date on that. Uh, Netflix show, Cheer. Have we talked? Have you talked about Cheer yet? Cheer or Cheers or Cheer? Cheer. cheer. I have not, no. What the fuck? Okay, I'm about to take over the <laughs> show. Here we go. So, you know, I was a cheerleader in high school. Yes. Um, I love Cheer. love everything about Cheer, like, I watch, well, when ESPN used to televise all of the stuff, like, I would record it. I love it. I just think it's an amazing, incredible thing that people do with their bodies, and the fact that it gets so little appreciation is infuriating to me. So Netflix right. did a documentary called Cheer. It came out... Oh, it's a doc. Yeah. Um, I think it's eight episodes, and it's it follows Navarro College, which is a college in Texas. Obby. Um, oh, I mean, I didn't know. <laughs> well, Not that che- obvious. Cheer... Texas, they go together. Big yeah. hair, cheer. Dallas Cowboys. Exactly. Um, but real cheer. Um, so this is like a community, not a community college, but like a junior college. Um, it's a two-year college. They are the best in the state. They've won Daytona. Daytona is like their Super Bowl. Okay. Okay. So anyway, watch the doc if you haven't because it's fucking amazing. I watched it in one night, which <laughs> is not surprising for me because I don't sleep. But um, 
there is a character on there. There's all the characters you kind of fall in love with, even the imperfect ones. Mm-hmm. But there is a character on there named Jerry. Jerry does this thing called Matt Talk. And Matt Talk is basically just hype. Like, literally, he's standing on the side as they're doing their stunts, yelling and saying this amazing shit. And Ellen has had him on a couple times. And he did Matt Talk on the fucking red carpet for the Oscars last weekend. <sighs> just hyping Jerry. people up? Yes. And it was amazing watching, like, Kathy Bates, right? On the red carpet, being nominated for um, <laughs> Richard Jewell, whatever. On the red carpet walking, she sees him and she's like, I love you. Can I put on your ring? Because he had his Daytona ring on. Like, all these people know who the fuck he is. They yeah. all talk to him about this show. Like, it was amazing. Uh, Damn, I'd probably be really good at that if I was, like, semi-drunk. You would be. You would be a great <laughs> mad talker. I feel like you're you're a pretty good mad talker in general. But when you're drunk, you, like, love people. Yeah, when I'm drunk, I don't have any shame. Well, yeah, <laughs> and you just, like, love people. Yeah. So I think you would be really great at that. But, yeah, so that is – those were, like – Really, the newer shows that I watch. My DVR is always full. Mm. I like Single Parents a lot, which is a comedy on ABC. Also, damn. So you've been watching some shows then? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I watch. I like. I like TV. I really do. I do. I mean, I watch so much more TV than I do movies. Me too. Um, movies are great. Like I just watched some of yesterday, which we'll get to in a second. But uh, yeah, I would. T- TV shows are just like so much better than movies. It's, you, you can get, get so invested. much deeper. Yes, you get mm. so invested in their lives and their characters, and if it's written well, it's like they become a part of your family. Right. It sounds and it's so fucking stupid. harder to write a successful TV show than mm-hmm. it is to write a successful movie. Because if mm-hmm. you have a successful movie, it's, uh, a successful movie, it's just like ninety pages of like good writing. But yeah. like TV shows, if you want that thing that that shit to track for the whole thing, that's yeah. like a fucking a lot of work. Dude, I still watch Grey's Anatomy sixteen seasons later. Like, yeah, they're recycling some diseases, I feel like, but I'm like, mm, I forget about you know, I don't remember exactly what happened. Let's see what happens with yeah. this one. But yeah, I mean, fully fucking invested. It's yeah, I love TV. I really do. Mm. I I think because I'm such a cerebral person, like TV to me is just like <laughs> this amazing release. Like one of my favorite shows is Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Okay, I feel like we have completely different tastes. But... Yeah, well, we do. You know, I've never seen a game, a Game of Thrones ever. And I have a giant sword behind exactly. me. Exactly. Which you did let me hold your sword. He did, guys. I held his sword when I was here last I week. I did take a picture of it. Yes, and I was like, I don't know how to hold this. He's like, probably not by the blade. I'm like, oh my bad. God, this sounds fucking terrible. <laughs> I saw the photo on Insta though of your friend uh, Jeff, and yeah. he had it like I was th- as you when you posted the photo, I was like I couldn't even pick that thing up, and he's like got it just slung yeah. over his arm. He was slinging Nick's sword over his arm. You know? Hey, they all they all <laughs> it's a heavy sword. <laughs> it is a heavy, heavy, strong sword. man to carry it. Yes. You know? <laughs> so, what shows are you watching currently? All right, so uh, always watching Impractical Jokers. Yeah. Um, probably second favorite show of all time. Okay, first is New Girl. New Girl. Okay. I've just realized how much I fucking love that show. Yeah. And and these aren't like shows that I think are the best, just like my favorite to just watch. Yeah, yeah. Like the best show of all time, I think is The Leftovers. I think it's The Wire. So. Ooh, I'm 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 actually watching The Wire you are? right now. I'm oh. on I'm on the last season. So good. Season two, not not a big fan of season mm-hmm. two on the warehouse, like the docks. Yeah. But every other season was so favorite good. so far has been four. I know everyone's favorite is normally three, but uh, I love Idris Elba. Spoiler alert, I love Idris Elba, and oh I was God, really, so I didn't, really did not want him to die. And I liked the character, whoever played Avon Barksdale, and I really didn't want him to leave the show. Yeah. But season four, with all with like the school and whatnot, was mm-hmm. really cool. I liked that. Yeah. Really realistic show. Like, And I'm not even, like, I'm someone who, like, I kind of need sci-fi yeah. for shit to work for me. Okay. Um, but if, a sh- if I like a show that doesn't have sci-fi, that's... 
I'm, I'm pretty confident that it's a good show. Okay. Like, fucking love Breaking Bad. I think Better Call Saul is better than Breaking Bad, and that's coming back soon. Is That's a spinoff of it, isn't it? Yeah, it's like okay. a prequel to it. Okay. So, I've actually never watched... I've only seen the very... Fin, like, the series finale of Breaking Bad. Because I, okay. I dated a guy whose DVR didn't record it. And so, we went to my parents' house and watched it. And I, I read a book, so really, I didn't watch watch it. Yeah. I know what happens, but I wasn't really paying Damn. attention. But yeah, that's the only one I've I mean, ever seen. Honestly, Breaking Bad's one of the finales where it doesn't... You can you can watch the finale and still get a lot of joy out of the show. Especially yeah. if you like The Wire, you're gonna love Breaking Bad. Yeah. So yeah, The Wire was just it was so well written and it was so before its time. I feel like and did not get the praise. Like I feel like if it was out now, mm. where where cable and streaming services are getting so much more play, right. I feel like that would have won award after award. Oh, the writing is fucking phenomenal. On and that it's show. Just, it's just so real. And it's like the first yeah. like I'm getting it, goosebumps when, talking when take, about this when, show. Is that not Baltimore? I know when did it take place like was it in the um, 90s or the 2000s 2000s so it took place in the 2000s because this is how I remember I was at college my dad would pop in a tape and record it from HBO so when I would come home on the weekend him and I could fucking watch The Wire together it's probably one of the first shows with like a majority black cast too like, I would think so like, yeah that just like the it just, it just like fucking it's just like it. fucking real about like it's all the gritty, racism things just, all the oh. fucking how the cop system works like, and and for all those people out there that go shit that came from that show <laughs> just so you guys know if you don't know where you got that from Damn. it came from the wire <laughs> see yeah, like i so when i watch the wire i don't tentatively watch it like i play it on my uh amazon thing while i'm cooking food normally okay so like i'm just i'm hearing it all and i'm looking at it and i'm like oh, what the fuck yeah but, like i don't know it's not it's not my personal cup of tea like okay. that those kind of shows like right now i'm watching one of my favorite shows my favorite probably my favorite show that's still on right okay. now is um called the magicians never even heard of it <laughs> yeah no one has i've not met somebody <laughs> that watches this show yet okay but it's a sci-fi uh sci-fi it's on sci-fi it and it's sci-fi okay based on this book series that i'm still reading and i've been reading since 2013 and it's only <laughs> three books that are very short <laughs> but um yeah, it's just it's like the it's like a mix between Harry Potter, the Chronicles of Narnia, and uh, whatever you can think of that is a show about pe- being in college and doing a shit ton of drugs and alcohol. Okay, um, I love it. It's great. I I can't even say anything about it. Just I I know you guys have all heard, but just go check it out, please. I'm begging you. It's all on Netflix except for this newest season, which is phenomenal again. And this, how many seasons does it have? I think this is season is either season five or six. Oh yeah, I need a binging show. So watch so some magicians. How, how sci-fi is it though? See, this is my thing. And do you like Harry Potter? I've never seen a Harry Potter movie. Okay. Do you like? Uh, do you what, give me a sci-fi show you've seen? Big Bang Theory. <laughs> that is not a sci-fi show. That, but that's how. Like I. I I have a so hard time if, watching anything fantasy because then again, you're gonna have a, you're gonna have a really really okay. hard time because again this. for me the whole like logical cerebral part of my brain mm. is I start watching something like that I'm like this fucking dumb this shit would never <laughs> happen like if it's not realistic to me and that's why I like the wire like that mm. is how fucking real life in the streets it I mean I'd imagine I'm a white girl from Livonia so what the fuck do I know yeah but it's, <laughs> I mean I guess that world is just as real to me as as a sci-fi world but yeah. I, I like realness, which is mm. why I watch so much true crime shit. Well, that's what kind of why I like this show is because it's like, you know, Harry Potter's like like super fantasy and like super like, uh, I don't know, unrealistic. Like it's not the shit that would actually happen in like a magical high school. Like that's not okay. going to, like 
crazier shit's going to be going down. Yeah. But the magicians, crazy shit goes down. There's okay. a lot of sex. They're all doing Well, I'm going to try it. Fuck. <laughs> sex and drugs? Okay, I'll try it. Everyone's an alcoholic. It's great. They're, they don't use wands. Instead, they have to use complicated hand movements to cast their spells. So the way you just made your hands, I thought you were going to tell me it was a magical flute. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? I'm, I mean, there probably is a magical flute that I'm forgetting about. <laughs> There's this character called the Beast that you meet in the first season that's fucking wicked as fuck. I think the first episode, this is going to be a slight spoiler, but I think he comes and steals somebody's eyeballs. Oh, my God. Like, And he has extra fingers on his hands to help him cast spells better. You're, you're not helping me want to watch this now. I was, like, all in until you said eyeballs. It's not gruesome. It's on sci-fi, so that is on cable. Which, But something I just noticed is, like, this last two seasons, they're just allowed to say fuck on sci-fi now. Uh, okay. So, yes, I... They can say it on USA, too. I came home from a party, and I leave USA on for Sugar, because usually mm. it's SVU or Modern Family. Sugar really likes those shows, so that's what she watches. Yeah. So I came home, and I'm in my bathroom brushing my teeth, and Bad Boys was on, and I was like, oh, who fuck watches Bad Boys on USA, whatever. All of a sudden, fuck, 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 and I'm like, are you? So I had to go back in the living room to see if I really left it on USA, and I looked at the time, and it was 8.30 at night. It was not like yeah. 11 o'clock. When did this change? Like- I have no idea, but this was just like a couple weeks ago. I, I posted about it on Facebook because I was like, I thought that I was going crazy. Like, I was like, mm-hmm. they can't say that. Like, shit was as far as they could take it, and they could use it once in an episode. Yeah. They, yeah I don't no, know. They can, like, I'm, 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 I love it because, like, okay, come on. Me being older, not having to worry about kids. Yeah. Not that even if I had kids, I would yeah. fucking give I, a shit. I don't either. Like, it's a word. I'm going to be swearing right. in front of my kids because that kind of desensitizes whatever a swear word is and doesn't mm-hmm. make it bad if everyone uses it. Right. You know, like, there's certain... Swear words have changed. Like, saying, like, the F word that isn't fuck or saying the C word that That people, we talked about last yeah. time I was on? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know why I'm afraid to say them, but saying fag or saying cunt is a bad thing now, especially in the context that you use it. Yeah. But like, saying fuck, no one gives a shit. I mean, or shit, you know, I just, my, I swear all the time. My podcast is seriously, let's be fucking honest. Right. Like, I don't, I don't know how to express Couple, myself without fuck. Hopefully uh, iTunes or Apple Podcast is going to let you un, uh, unstar those soon. Yeah, you know what I mean? that would be great because <laughs> Facebook didn't let me star them. I tried on like my Facebook page. I tried to star F star 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 ing like I do on yeah. Apple, and you can't to make a Facebook page that you cannot have asterisks in it. So I had to go with fucking, and they left it, and it's been up for Hell over yeah. a year. And they won't let me promote a post that says politics on it. What the fuck, Facebook? Well, that's because Mark Z got in a lot of trouble. But let's save that for politics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's talk about what you actually wanted to talk about during this segment. Oh, um, uh, Sonic. Mm-hmm. I saw Sonic the Hedgehog last night. Um, you're familiar with the game. I am familiar with the game. Lots of coins that look like SpaghettiOs back in the day. Yes, yeah. they still do. Okay. Um, in the movie. Yeah. Um, so I don't want to spoil anything for anybody. Um, I don't. I doubt you'll see it. No. Um, but I, it's a fun movie. Yeah. Good. Um, I mean, it's not like my favorite movie or anything. Yeah. But what I really like about it is I really feel like it is opening the doors for these video game movies to start coming out. Okay. Because like, you had Detective Pikachu come out um, either last year or the year before or whatever it came out, which was also a fun, uh, not bad movie. You know, okay. that's the important thing. Because like, yeah. these movies are geared towards children. Right. But, but if they're going back to the... Back to those games. Those are those are our games, bitch. Like, right. Yeah. Like, These I, are our games. Right. Yeah. So, so I would love to see like Crash Bandicoot or Spyro. Hell yeah. Spyro was. Spyro your shit. Oh my god. <laughs> I was. 
I was not allowed to have video games as a child. How the hell did you get Spyro? My brother was. I wasn't. Why? So my brother's five years younger than me. My parents never let me have it. I went to talented and gifted schooling. And then my brother came along and they were like, well, I guess he can have video games. (laughs) (laughs) Is that like some kind of you being a girl thing? Um, No, it was my parents wanted me to like do really well in school and focus on school. And then when Jimmy was born and they were like, yeah, he doesn't really care about school. He cares about sports and boy things and whatever. And so he he got it. He had it in his room. Like, yeah. Damn, what the fuck? Literally. <laughs> the choice of being a woman. <laughs> yeah. So literally, um, I went down there for to Tampa for, for, um, for Christmas this year. And for the first time in my life, guys, hold on to your panties. You're about to freak the fuck out. <laughs> for the first time in my life at 35 years old, I played Mario Kart. Really? First time in my whole life. Uh, how'd you do? Um, I, did you like it? Uh, no. So my problem is, is I actually jump when you're supposed to jump, and I like move. Like I don't, I can't sit stationary. What? What? Wait. What? What? What, what version did you play? The N64. Like my brother has an N64. So like the, the best version. Yeah, the original. Like, not the um, original, but the original is on Super Nintendo. Yeah, Super oh. Nintendo. No, he has the N64 with a bigger controller, like right? Like the big, like... Like, there's, like, three things. Yeah. yeah. This, the controller's like, who the fuck can hold this? Yeah, <laughs> and I have midget hands. Like, you see, they're very tiny hands. Um, mm. Yeah, but I did win once. We played for, like, three hours. I won once. That was fine. I was good with that. I yeah. felt that I accomplished something. <laughs> Who'd you play something. as? Who do you think I played as? Just take one guess. Peach? Yes, obviously. <laughs> I picked the fucking princess. Are you kidding me? I always played as Yoshi. I remember when I would record here, I'd come out and you'd be playing and you'd be Yoshi on the screen out there. Yeah, so, but I didn't really play video games, but Jimmy got PlayStation when we were younger, and so that's when I played um, Spyro. I was very good at Spyro. I miss, miss playing Spyro. That was fun. Yeah, so, yeah. So I feel like there was, was always cool. levels in that game that I couldn't get past eventually. Like it's, it's, it, I've never beaten that game. I did. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> so, yes, we need a Spyro mm-hmm. movie. Uh, apparently, a Mario uh, Brothers movie's in the works, and if that fucking like, because you know there was a live action. I was gonna the day. say there was one when we were younger, right? Yeah, I I don't really remember it. I'm sure I've seen it, but like it was terrible, so yeah. probably blocked it out. Probably traumatized me a little bit because it was live action. Like there were people actually playing Mario and Luigi, right? Which is stupid because those characters aren't. <laughs> they, yeah, but CGI wasn't them... really a thing then. Right. Yeah. <laughs> CGI is now, so like, right. I, if they can pull this off, it's going to create this whole universe of um, uh, video game movies because we already have Detective Pikachu, um, pretty successful with all the Pokemon, and we have Sonic, which is opening up really well and uh, it was a solid movie. I mean, there was, there was dumb things about it. It seemed a lot uh, towards children and a lot of uh, plot points and character development were a little forced, but overall... Good movie. You know, Jim Carrey's in it, and I fucking love Jim Carrey. I do have something to add about this movie. Are you impressed? I have something to say about it. Let's see. So I saw on one of the social medias that people actually, like, wrote into the studio about the original version that they had of Sonic, and it didn't look like the Sonic of the character. And they wrote in and, like, basically bullied an entire fucking movie studio to remake the screen, like the shots of Sonic, because he did not look like Sonic. Like they bullied you, a major you, motion you, did picture. Did you see the original ones? Yes, it's so stupid looking. The they, they basically just changed his eyes. But that's all they needed to do, and made his nose a little bit like rounder. <laughs> yeah, because 
Because he looked like creepy. It looked like um a, a snap filter. This is, this is slightly blurry, but like, yeah, that's... Yeah, that's the one I saw. <laughs> so it looks like a snap filter, the one on the left that you're showing me there. It mm. looks like when you go on Snapchat and you look and it changes you into a dog. Like, it yeah. looks like they changed a person into Sonic versus the one on the right actually right. They, looking they, like they Sonic. Made, they made him too, too not cartoony. You know, he needs to be still a video game. You exactly. Know, like, I guess with Pokemon, it kind of, like, they made Pokemon super kind of real i mean i don't want to say realistic but they made him like the fur and stuff like look like real fur and whatnot okay but then in sonic they took the eyes to a whole new level and try to take out the cartoony eyes that sonic is known for right and pokemon are just like they all have different kind of eyes so yeah. it's like they don't have to make them like humanoid or whatnot but um yeah <laughs> sonic i'm really glad they changed that because and it's nice to have people listen to fans too like that's unprecedented in a way yeah yeah, I was I was very impressed by that. Like it it takes I I feel like one of the perks of social media is that we have the ability now to like Course make, correct. Yeah, because, you know, 20 years ago, what we're going to do start a letter writing campaign right. like that didn't have the same effect whereas mm. people were like fuck this we're boycotting they're like well shit let's fix it yeah, you know you like, have to listen because like mm-hmm. shit can blow up in a viral moment absolutely <laughs> absolutely so and he's he's way cuter now like the other one just looked like a little boy in the sonic costume yeah, like, right. it didn't look <laughs> and like he sonic. is really cute in the movie like sonic is a cool character in the movie he's like i don't know super fast i don't I was never that that big into Sonic. Yeah. But uh, my main hope with all of these, uh, hopefully, uh, video game movies coming out, like, I don't know how there's not a Zelda movie yet. Oh, yeah, like, that's a good point. Zelda is, like, one of the classic storylines, one of the most popular franchises and all. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking basically, f- or strictly from Nintendo. Yeah. But, like, have you ever heard the game Metroid? Yeah. With Samus and whatnot? Like, that would fucking sell the shit. And my favorite game of all time is super smash brothers which pits all of these characters from oh all yeah yeah these, yeah yeah all, donkey kong's in it with yep. them yep. Mm-hmm. yep like it's like ever from from like every franchise battling at once and nintendo just made this wonderful game and i really 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 want them to start their own universe of, <laughs> of, of video like game the marvel characters. universe yes okay and then the, the team up make a super smash brothers movie where they all have to fight the master hand which is like the original villain from super smash brothers with a giant gloved hand that's creepy as shit yeah and and then what if it turned out that it was it from adam's family boom <laughs> i've never boom. seen adam's family but oh, wait, sure no, not that's it. not a video game is it what was his name no Cousin it, it, it. No, cousin, cousin it. it was a long hair. What was the guy? What was a hand? Adam's family is not a video game. This is pointless. But <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I mean, you can make Bowser the bad guy for the first one. Who knows? He's the main bad guy for uh, <sighs> Mario. <laughs> the gloved hand just reminded me of hand. Was his name hand? I don't know. I have to look it up now. <laughs> Keep talking. Keep talking. It's gonna drive me crazy. But yeah, if you can somehow like the so like the first, uh, I think the first Super Smash Bros had Mario, Luigi. Um, Kirby, there's gotta be a Kirby game or uh, Kirby movie. Thing is that from what is that? That's from what? Adam's family. That's not a video game. <laughs> <laughs> we need you need to think of a better bad guy. <laughs> but you said gloved hand, and I just yes, thought of the Adam's master hand. hand. Come on, Super Smash Brothers fans, fans, uh, hit her up on Twitter and yell at her. She's not on Twitter, so Insta or Facebook either yeah. is fine. Yell at her. <laughs> Either is. Text her. This is her number. <laughs> Technically, I am on Insta. You help or on Twitter. You helped me sign one up, but I Just haven't never used looked it. at it since <laughs> I started the podcast last year. 
Where are we at? How much time do we have before it's going to scare the shit out of me? Looks like we got about five minutes. Damn. We, I feel like we talked about this longer than sports. Yeah, I mean, it's going well. Yeah, it is. I mean, it, it's helpful. So I, I saw a movie. What movie? Bombshell. Oh, the... Okay. I, mean, I Actually, I'm, I'm curious what you think about it. Okay. I know the story. I've, I've heard the criticisms. And um, yeah, I want to know. Okay, so my dad was home around Christmas time and said, let's go see a movie. And I was like, okay. And he actually picked it. I hadn't heard anything about it. I had no idea what it was about. And then I read it. And of course, me being the women's advocate that I am, I'm like, fuck yeah, let's go. Right. So it was really good. I really, really enjoyed it. The makeup was fucking phenomenal. Like, we did not recognize Charlize Theron. Like, she really looked like Megan Price, right? Is that her name, Megan? Megan Kelly? Yeah, Megan Kelly. Yep. Um... So she, I mean, she looked identical. I really liked the movie. I thought that the um, writing was really well done. I give a give a vague synopsis of the story real okay. quick for our listeners that don't don't quite know what this. Okay, is. so the story is basically about the Fox News sexual harassment scandal that broke a few years back. Um, Fuck Fox News. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, going into it when my dad told me it was about Fox News, it's like I'm not going, and he's like, no, just read, and I was like, okay, fine. Um, yeah. So it's really about the Fox News uh, sexual harassment scandal that broke. We all know Bill O'Reilly. We remember that. I I remembered the Bill O'Reilly part. I had no idea that the whole head of was, the fucking studio was yeah. also Who accused. Was that, what was um, that guy's name? Bill Isles. Bill. Billy Eilish. <laughs> yes, it was Billy Eilish. Um, Richard Ailes. Yes, yes. Yes. There we go. Um, I had no idea about that. I didn't know. Dick Ailes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't know. The person that like basically owned the studio is like, I mean, I figured that they were Trump support. I mean, it's Fox News, but like yeah, literally in machine. his fucking pocket. Like, it's crazy. So I really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was really well done. I really appreciated the fact that it was a strong female front front mm-hmm. cast, which is always a nice thing to see. Um, uh, what's her name? Who's on Saturday Night Live? Uh, Kate McKinnon. She was, yeah, Kate McKinnon was like a supporting role in it and she had a really good role in it. Um, So they, they really like, they talked a lot about the sexual harassment. They showed different pieces that were just astounding. And it was, it was nice seeing it with my dad, who's like kind of old school. My dad is a gentleman, like opens the door for women. Like my dad is very much, but still doesn't quite fully what didn't quite fully understand quite like you can't call people sweetie anymore you can't say like yeah. all of those things so seeing that movie with him we walked out of there and he's like holy fuck and he's like that shit was so fucked up and i was like yeah <laughs> you know so it was kind of cool seeing that like yeah he knew it was wrong when it happened but like actually seeing him see it i right. think i think that's what i appreciated about it the most is that it showed it from the eyes of survivors of sexual assault mm. um or sexual harassment or all of the above really. Right. Um, and I, and I think that that's hard to do and they did such a good fucking job with it. They, I, I felt what they were feeling and I think that it takes a special writer director to be able to do that. That's what I was going to bring up. Um, because do you find anything weird about that kind of a movie being directed by a man? Like, yeah. like, how do they how do they not put a woman director in that? It wasn't a woman director. No, it's by um, Jay Roach. Okay, 
So yeah, I'm actually like shocked. That's, I have I haven't seen it, and I I've I've heard mixed reviews about it. But like I've heard one of the biggest um uh, one of the biggest problems with it is like how do you fucking have a man direct this movie? Okay, so what I'll tell you, and I is, heard they watered it down, which I I don't I I completely believe that they watered it down. I would not. I believe that they watered it down for sure. <laughs> um, I also think that part of that probably had to do with the fact that they were using real life people that weren't mm. part of the movie. Like Megan Kelly really wasn't part of that, but they were using, I mean, she was the main character in the movie. Yeah. Um, so I think that they probably had to toe a very, very um, cautious line. I'm mm. shocked that it's a man because coming from a woman, someone who has been sexually assaulted, sexu- sexually harassed, right. like all those things. It was very well done through the lens of a female. Oh, I'm glad. Uh, I'm I'm glad. Like, I mean, like, you know, I I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Fear <laughs> number three. How the president grabbed me. Speaking of um, men doing things that are terrible. Oh yeah, let's <laughs> politics. Perfect. Let's, let's just hop on in. Um. So, uh, the Nevada Democratic debate is on tonight. Oh. Um, Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden, Elizabeth Warren, Amy Klobuchar, uh, Mayor Pete Buttigieg. Yeah. <laughs> such a good name. Tom Steyer, and now the newest one to join the debate stage, Mike Bloomberg. Oh, he got on a stage, did he? He bought his way onto the stage, everybody. All right. This fucking asshole. <laughs> I have so much shit to talk about this man. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Let me get a good one. Holding. Holding. <laughs> Good. All right, go. So you're familiar with how uh, Donald Trump has all these sexual assault allegations against him. He does? <laughs> yes, friend. Would it surprise you that uh, Mike Bloomberg has more than Donald Trump? Um, it would surprise me that he has more because that's offensive. But does it surprise me that a rich white man in America has sexual assault charges against him and got away with it? No, no, no. Yeah, there's... more yes, but <laughs> and he is like polling in like third place right now against everybody because of the millions and millions of dollars he's he been pumping Super into Bowl everything. ads. Yeah, because he's worth like sixty four billion or sixty four billion dollars or sixty four different assault charges. I don't know which one mm. it is, but mm. um, regardless, I... <laughs> it's a disgusting amount. So yeah, <laughs> either, either disturbing way. amount of money. Yeah, um, and I I just said on this podcast last week that we have to support whatever Democratic nominee comes out of uh, the primaries. But I don't know. It's getting, it's even the course of a week learning more and more about Bloomberg. Yeah. It's it. I don't know if he's even better than Trump in terms of who he is. Like I'm sure I don't even know if his policies are better. Like he's the one with stop and frisk, which is a racist ass policy. Absolutely. I feel like he's slightly republican masquerading as a democrat oh he is he was yeah. a republican mayor of, of new york um just changed a democrat to run essentially what i think against bernie sanders because bernie sanders is going to take some of his money away and it's not it's not that he can't survive without this money it's that it's co- it's going to cost him less if he if he spends i think three billion dollars on ads during this election cycle and wins the nomination and doesn't pass a wealth tax like bernie sanders and elizabeth warren both want to do then, yeah, he's going to save money by being president. And, uh, you know, people are starting to think that he, like, especially with the news media, <laughs> they're just saying, like, he has the best uh, chance of beating Trump because they want, like, two 
two billionaires to go to battle, two billionaires from New York to go to battle against each other. And, you know, I don't know. I It's going to be really, really, really hard for me to support him. And I don't want to fall into the same trap that I did. I, I voted for Hillary Clinton, but I did not... I did not cam- campaign for her, did not canvas yeah. for her. Yeah. I didn't post anything on social media for her. I, it, it, I honestly started posting stuff about Jill Stein, like saying that we should vote for Jill Stein um, before the election. And I regret all of that because I was duped by Russian propaganda. But I don't know. Bloomberg is just such a fucking dirty bastard. Like <laughs> I, I, there, there's so many stories that I've heard and it, they're all in, they're all in my brain and I'm, they're all going to come out. Probably not entirely true, but I, I think a reporter once like asked him a, like a serious question. And he's like, well, hey, look at the ass on that one over there. And like started like redirecting the conversation towards the attractiveness of a female in their presence's uh, butt. <laughs> um, uh, so it, similar, but not quite as graphic to the grab their pussy conversation. Also, somebody that I think this is verified, somebody that worked for him said like, oh, I'm pregnant. And he just said, kill it. Like rather than like uh, paying for her maternity leave or whatnot. Um, in, <laughs> he's clearly a racist. Like the, the audio come out about the stop and frisk shit saying that like, Okay, yeah, well, you know, all the uh, facts and uh, statistics show that, like, the most people that, like, get killed with guns are come from, are, are like, a, a younger black person or whatnot. And that just shows that, like, even if those stats might be true, like, it just, it just shows his inability to understand what redlining did to African Americans and what all these societal racist things that create this kind of an environment where it's like do this or die you know just just these people that come from like this this much fucking privilege and this much fucking money where you can just pump in millions of dollars to a campaign to get onto this debate stage where the dnc changed the rules for you to get into this debate stage is fucked up and we can't let him secure this nomination. Nothing. We can't. We, I don't even want to make this choice because I don't want to make my choice based on. Okay, who do I think's worse, Bloomberg or Trump? And well, it's going to be. Feel- it's going to because I think I honestly do think Bloomberg is a worse person than Donald Trump. I think Donald Trump is just a stupid idiot. I think Bloomberg is a manipulative asshole that does that is smart but knows what the fuck he's talking about. But also. I got to weigh the health of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Like, I can't let Donald Trump elect another person into in, into the um, uh, fucking... Supreme Court. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm wavering on whether or not I would fucking vote for this guy if he's the nominee. All right. So I, I think I told you last week we were off air. We were just hanging out and talking and yeah. finishing all the beer that was here. Um, and I told you, like... You know that I'm a very political person. I have very strong stances, mm. but I do not get involved in the politics until like so. If if primaries, I mean, mo- mostly election days are Tuesdays. That Friday, yeah. I will spend the weekend and immerse myself because I can't handle it. I'm an empath. I take everything on, and it fucks with my head so bad. So to me, it was like, like I know Yang just dropped out and whatever. Like. Yeah. I'm not going to get so invested in someone that's not even going to be there for me to vote for. So I just, right. I don't, I, and I don't even, I'm not saying I would have. I know literally nothing about him. I just know he dropped out. You just wanted a thousand dollars, baby. <laughs> but I just, I really wanted to, I, I don't 
I don't immerse myself until I have to. And then I do my research because I want to be an informed and intellectual voter. Um, I really believe when it comes down to it, you know, you just said, you, you know, making that choice, who's the better of the two. Like, I, I always feel like I'm walking in there picking the lesser of the two evils. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's what we had to do the last time. And still, I feel like America chose the lesser of the two and we still lost. So it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. Um, I had... A, and you and I have talked about this thousands of times. I yeah. feel like um, we we both had very visceral uh, physiological responses after the last election. Mm. It's I'm a women's right advocate. Like that is my whole essence. And so uh, hearing all of this stuff like literally makes me just want to vomit. I don't know how as a woman I continue to support a country and again i'm a patriot friends please don't get mad when i say this but i don't know how i continue to support a country that literally has no care about any minority whether it's based off of race sexual orientation or gender i don't understand when my mission in my mission in life and again i know i'm just one small person but my mission in life is to be kind because you don't ever know what anyone else is going through um because i spent many years not always being the nicest and now that i'm a grown up mainly um i feel that it's so important to just be a kind person and the fact that they keep putting privilege ass racist misogynist motherfuckers in front of me I don't understand how there is any hope for what's ahead. And that's sad for me to say. Like, I feel like I'm a hope dealer, right? Like, I, like, spew yeah. out hope to people <laughs> in general. Like, I, my goal in life is to be on the stage in front of tens of thousands of people being a motivational speaker. And that's why I don't immerse myself into politics, because I wouldn't be able to give that. You'd be good to run for office. You should run for office. All right. Well, will you be my campaign manager? I mean, I'd be a terrible one. I, I, I promote chaos, and I think that's how you win, is by doing the shit that, like, Bloomberg and Trump are doing. Like, okay. But, like, so maybe you in, could in, hook in, me in up with... In a fucking genuine way. Okay. Maybe you could hook me up with some of your friends and probably not talk about some of the things you talk about on my podcast. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, perfect. Um, I, you can call me Mr. Baggage. <laughs> <laughs> but I just... I just... I don't understand it. I don't understand why... We have to get so involved in one another's business, why we can't help those who need help, and why we can't leave things alone that work. Like, I just, it's it's beyond me. And the fact, like, I saw something, a meme or whatever on social media the other day, and it said, you know, we're too focused on being Democrat, too focused on being Republican, and not focused enough on being good people anymore. And I feel that that's the case, but I don't know how there's any different because one party feels so strongly towards one way the other party feels so strongly towards the other and even those that live in the middle like i i i definitely have some more conservative views on a few things but for the most part i'm i would feel i'm much 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 more liberal um but like sane people are are middle are well i mean i'm i'm pretty far fucking left maybe i'm not i'm not sane. you know i don't advertise being you're not but you're not an extremist like i'm pretty extreme I mean, I'm 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 a Bernie Sanders supporter, and everyone's painting us as extreme. I mean, I but I don't believe that. I think that um, I would not consider myself an extremist. I feel like you know me. I don't think that mm. I come off that way either. I but I just I believe in doing what's right and helping your fellow human. 
Like, yeah. honestly. And to me, I think Bernie's some of Bernie's stances are like, how the fuck would that work? But I appreciate that you want to help other people. I think when he gets in office and he sees like, huh, maybe this wouldn't pan out. It might be a little more expensive than I thought. I do think that that would happen, but I think overall I'd rather someone in office that wants to help the fellow man versus somebody who's talking about a a woman's ass or grabbing them by the pussy. Yeah. Yeah, or like fucking stupid-ass fucking stop and frisk, which is just clearly racist shit. Um uh so yeah i've been i've been standing so like getting into this uh primaries i started off being a strong hardcore elizabeth warren supporter Mm -hmm. then all that shit went down between elizabeth warren and bernie sanders where elizabeth warren said that bernie sanders said that a woman couldn't win the nomination and i just fucking can't fucking believe that because bernie has been like very pro feminist for his whole entire political career he fucking backed hillary after he knew that the dnc fucked him with her right. last year he publicly backed her and knowing then, that and then like elizabeth warren just started pan- pandering towards the like the middle uh democrats like the centrist democrats which is essentially just fucking the right wing of the party or of of, of the country i think like i mean like come on like how do you not think that Medicare for all is a bad? How do you think that's a bad thing? I guess you can. Un- I can understand people being concerned about how to pay for it, but yeah, I. I but it's like Bernie has a pretty fucking laid out plan on how yeah. to pay for it. Like all you have to like we have we we spend more money on war than like thirteen other countries combined, and that alone can fucking pay for it. Or we can just fucking tax the rich which we need to fucking do but with more than more than them currently paying zero percent in fucking taxes well and, and using whole- their donations to charities as tax write-offs when charities are already fucked like susan b Colm- coleman the the breast cancer one comanis isn't it susan b coleman or something comanis comanis whatever something, it is yeah. Where that's like all like the majority of that money goes into advertising for it and not for cancer research. Like, okay, yeah, you can throw away that and like probably prop up your friends that are in that industry and get tax write offs or everything because you're being a good person. Like, fuck that. Like, we need we need we need regulations on like all kinds of shit, and we just spend our money the right way rather than propping up this military industrial complex which I get is that's how it's going to get votes because there's a lot of people that work in that industry, but people can work in other industries. Yeah, I just, you know, you you said the thing about like, so I believe, again, healthcare for all. I 100% believe that. I think it's going to be a lot tougher than than just saying it and having like a, a, not that his plan isn't detailed, but it's still a rough plan. You're not in there with all of the things. So I, I do believe that, especially being somebody who pays for my own fucking health care. <laughs> like, yeah. What am I doing paying $170 a month for health care that, that, that doesn't even get paid for at all unless I surpass $7,000? Yeah. That's fucking insane. Yeah, I pay. And stupid as fucking shit. Because you're, you're also like yeah. a, technically like a contract worker. I don't yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I guess a business owner. I don't know. What's, I'm what's, contractual through Pure Romance, and then I'm a um, business owner through my coaching business. Right. So, yeah. I, so, we get fucked in yeah, this. Yeah. I pay over $200 a month, and I just had to go get new contacts and glasses and spent over 700 because I don't have vision. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, if I, my mom didn't give me uh, contacts for my birthday, I would have had to spend $500. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you know, it's, and I got lucky enough to grow up with a mother that fucking loves me and will do anything for me. Well, and and that's that's literally what it comes back down to. I think we've touched on it a little bit, and I mean we're in politics, so I feel I can say this, but it that comes back a lot to what our privilege is. Like you and right. I both come from white privilege. We but we recognize that and understand that and know that, and I think that it's important to have somebody that is in office that understands that that's a thing and understands that white privilege and male privilege and i don't know climate change are all real yeah dude fucking being (laughs) scraping the surface of climate change you know like everyone that's up there on the debate stage tonight like obviously i stand bernie sanders would fucking love to vote for elizabeth warren i think honestly she would be the biggest or the best person to unite both parties like because of her policies and the fact that she doesn't call herself a democratic socialist, she'll call herself capitalist. People are afraid of the word socialism when mm-hmm. it's not even fucking what it's, it's not even socialist. What right. going like, like if we were in a country, if Bernie Sanders was like running for office in like uh, one of the Scandinavian countries, they would consider him fucking right wing. Yeah. Like, but, um, uh, and you know, Joe Biden, I don't agree with his policies. I, 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 but I trust that man. I, tr- I think he's, Dude, he's I think creepy he's Uncle Joe. Okay. I know, but I still think he's genuine, and I think he just is not very good at speaking in public. Um, Klobuchar, she's a bad bitch. She could get shit done, and she's by by she's a bad bitch. I mean, she's kind of like fucking evil with people that work in her campaign. But I think that she could destroy Donald Trump or Mayor Pete. Like I think he's kind of uh, a weasel, but. You know, I don't know. I would much rather have him over Donald Trump in any other way. Uh, Steyer. I kind of like Steyer's opinions. He's a billionaire. I have to tell you, I took one of these quizzes on, and again, I'm saying this fully in the fact that not anything that comes out of my mouth after this is what I'm actually doing because I have not immersed myself into policies. I took a social media quiz. Okay. And it asked like 10 questions and put you where you fall for the candidate. And I fell with him, who... Steyer? Yeah. Who, again, I actually know nothing about. I didn't even know his name until I took this quiz. This Mm. is telling you how far removed I am because, again, I'm not going to hitch my wagon if somebody's not even going to be there and then I have to do it all again. I'm way too empathic. I take way too much on. And I already don't sleep. Like, I can't can't (laughs) handle that. After the last fucking election, I was a disaster. A disaster. Like, I couldn't (laughs) sleep. I got in arguments with so many members of my family about different policies and because I think very differently than every, I, I think very differently than how I was raised, like very yeah. differently. Um, and I can have intellectual conversations with a lot of them, but with this, it was so close to home. Like I just, I, I'm. We like literally elected a lunatic, not even a lunatic, like just, just an idiot, just a fucking idiot. We elected. I, He's not crazy. He's just fucking an idiot. No, no. As a therapist, I would diagnose him for sure. Like there, there are definite signs of personality disorder, one hundred percent. Narcissism, narcissism being one borderline for sure. There are a <laughs> lot of things I would diagnose him with for sure. I just, it's politics is so hard for me because I have so but many. But it's so important, and you need to get and Absolutely. you be someone that needs to be more involved because you have a you have a fucking platform with like a like thousands of people that you talk to, and all you need to do is like get more like learn learn more about what everyone's about and honestly you should run for office we need more women running for office like even small fucking shit you'd be good at that because you're I go be- for city council in canton dude you should i always think about running for fucking that in garden city my friend just won in livonia fuck yeah mm-hmm. it, um prop them up you know like yeah oh i supported them through their whole thing yeah for sure i think that's 
it's it is it's super important um yeah it's just it's so hard it's just it's, not your thing but like it's not that it's not my thing it's it it would consume me nick is my problem is good you know uh, yeah but to an extent because i'll be I, your party event planner I I, learned, that's what i'd be good at i learned a long time ago i needed to um set boundaries and i feel like when i get so invested in something like when the abortion bans started taking place earlier in 2019 mm-hmm. i fucking lost my goddamn mind my dad called me after i posted on social media he's like Sissy, you never post anything political. Are you okay? I was like, I'm not fucking okay. Like, I like lost my ever loving mind and I've never had an abortion. I don't want children. I don't necessarily know that I would ever actually even get an abortion, but I deserve the right to choose. Right. And and I think that's where I get really fucked up is people think that if you are pro-choice, that that means you're pro-abortion and that's not the case. You're pro the choice of whether or not right. you're going to do that. Yeah, I always say, like, if I get a girl pregnant, I'm like, I'm not going to tell you you need to have an abortion. I'm not going to tell you you can't have an abortion. I'll be there for you. It's your decision. And, uh, yeah, uh, if you want my opinion on what we should do, I will tell you. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> it's your decision. I'm not I, – which I know kind of probably sucks. Like, I don't want to, no, like, lay as, the whole decision on them. No, but, like, they're, woman, the, they're the bodies that has to go through it. Yep. Or like regardless if you if you even if you carry it out for the full term or you abort it like your your body is still going through some fucking crazy shit, a lot of emotional shit that you can't you're not necessarily in control of. Dude, I think about how hard some of my fucking days are just in general, just with normal goddamn hormones. I got here today and I told Nick I was like I'm fucking tired and I'm a little crabby. I'm gonna start my period tomorrow and um, I'm just like not happy. And he's like. Sucks to be a woman, <laughs> but like literally, <laughs> yeah. that's just a that's a normal it, month. Like literally, that is the fourth Wednesday of every single fucking month. Right. This is how I feel. This is what I deal with. To add hormones and carrying a child, and and all of those things, and and I, I love human. Li- I love humans. I love human life. I love all of those things. But I also believe that at the end of the day, this is my fucking sack of skin that I get to choose what I do with. Right. And also, like, subjecting, like, let's say you're killing a child or something if you have an abortion. Like, fuck that. Like, you're 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 putting a, a determination on what is life when other people don't necessarily believe believe the same things that uh, yeah. you do. Like, I don't know. Like, who knows when a fucking soul enters a body? Who even believes in souls? Some people don't. Like, people don't give a shit about animals. Like, they could have the same goddamn souls we have just trapped in different fucking meat sacks. Yeah. You know? So, like, regardless of what you think about abortions, whether you think, like, you shouldn't have them, most people think that you shouldn't have them is because you're killing a killing a human life, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, what is a human life? Like, when, like, when does that soul come into the body? Yeah. And once they're born, oh, it's okay to just subject them to poverty well, and, like, not, not give a shit about the uh, orphan system or anything like that. Like, fuck off. Get over yourself and, like, we have a separation of church and state in this uh, place for a reason. I know it's slowly eroding under the course of slowly. Donald Trump. And, and, and just the course of human history with fucking Republicans. But, like, I don't think a soul enters the body until, like, probably the last stages of a pregnancy. And that's my own personal belief. And you can't tell me it's not true unless you scientifically can back it up. And if <laughs> And if you just have a belief that, oh instant pregnancy okay oh that's a soul fuck off you can't tell me that's true like like what the like I, that's just me like telling you like a chicken has the same soul as a human but it's just born in a different body you know like get over yourself get over yourself get off your high horse and stop 
stop trying to subject your views on everybody else because no one knows what they're what they're right or wrong. So it's not your decision on what to do with a woman's body or with fucking cells that have been mutated. Like, come on. Well, and you know, I I've spent most of my most of my career when I was working for other people was in nonprofit. I worked all low income, all in poverty, all in um in nonprofits. Like that is what I did. That's what I gave myself to for years and years and years. And I loved it. But at the end of the day, I saw so many unwanted children. I saw so much shit that was so heartbreaking that when people try and and put in the idea that oh well these cells are more important this is life but then when they come out and they can't get help because the mom didn't actually want them like mm. the, it's it's just fucked up like literally this is why I might cry, but this is why politics, <laughs> like, this is why it's so hard for me. This is why I spend a weekend before every election, immerse myself in it, and then spend the rest of the week, like, fucking drinking, because I gotta get that it all back. That must be a really fucking terrible week for you. <laughs> it really is, but I, because if I didn't, I would be immersed in it 100%, 365. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't, I would not be able to handle life. I wouldn't. And and that's not being dramatic. That is the fact that like, I feel so strongly when I feel that I don't know how to rein that in. And that is, yes, I would be a great candidate, but I would fucking implode. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you know, like, and, and, and everything like climate change too, like people saying they care about these babies, like. No, you don't. You're supporting people who fucking are going to literally kill everybody on this fucking planet if they don't do something. And all these goddamn animals. And that's why I got to show you this six-minute video that we're going to pause at during and talk about certain aspects of it. But it's uh, my favorite – one of my favorite podcasters. Her name is Jamie Loftus. She's a frequent guest on my favorite podcast, but she made this video. Okay. Um, uh, It's basically – it's about Bernie Sanders – um, his major policies. I'm gonna try to restart this. Stands for this video is a short summary of some of his major policies. She's ridiculous, by the way. Is single payer national health insurance. It'll have no networks, premiums, deductibles, copays, or surprise bills. It would include dental, hearing, vision, at home and community based long term care, mental health treatment, substance abuse treatment, reproductive and maternity care, prescription drugs, and more. Plus, there's a $200 yearly cap on how much people have to pay out of pocket for medications. And yes, there's a plan on how to pay for it because, as Bernie says, I wrote the damn bill. And it's detailed to the letter on his website, and I encourage you to check that out. On war, Bernie has consistently challenged the mill. Okay, well, let's talk about Medicare for All real quick. You're all on board with that, right? Or no? Oh, am I? Yeah. yeah. Yes. I, I definitely think that there are flaws in the plan, but I think the plan can be worked out. What flaws do you think there are? Again, I don't feel that I can point 100%. Like, I cannot point it out 100% because I have not fully done all of the research, but I definitely feel that there are flaws in the fact that we are already trillions of dollars in debt. That we have to make sure that when I want it to happen, but I feel that it needs to be a very laid out and conscientious plan. Um, uh, yes, um, we are a lot in debt, but also what the fuck does that matter? 
I mean, I don't know. My credit score is not great. How's yours? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I, I think my credit score is fine. I don't know. I don't know if it should be fine. But I mean, it, mine is fine also, but <laughs> I just. But like, are there credit scores for governments? Like, what is fuck? What it re- what really is like? People always make the big deal about national debt. Like Republicans made that for the longest time while Obama was in office, and then Trump just expanded the national debt an yeah. insane amount to use these tax cuts for the rich. We're not gonna have enough time to go through this whole video, so I'm gonna stop there. But <laughs> but I just think it's all a bunch of bullshit, and like people like have these convictions. Like I'm not and not to throw you under the bus or anything, but like like national debt isn't a thing and bernie has a solid plan to pay for it like it's based on taxing the wealthy and a a corporate tax on wall street like which is untaxed and the wealthy are untaxed like netflix and amazon paid zero dollars in tax when how much how much did you pay in tax you probably know uh pretty well how much you paid i know how much i paid because we're contract workers so we get to actually fucking physically pay this (laughs) shit yeah it's the worst like paying like everyone's like have you filed your tax i'm like fuck you no i will file it on april 12th okay (laughs) mind your business do you have to pay quarterly too so i don't pay quarterly oh do you have to pay it all at once i don't have to but i choose Oh my god, that must suck. That's gotta yeah, be. Yeah, I hate my life a little right now at this time of Damn. year. Damn. Mm-hmm. Like I pay it quarterly, and it's like, and I don't, I don't save properly for it because it's. Because it, we're dumb. That's we're not, dumb. That's not how fucking human beings work. No, like, I want to have fun and live my goddamn life. Yeah, we're meant to like take advantage of opportunities. <laughs> we're not meant to be prone towards saving. And you know, maybe those people with those mutations in the brain that when they were they were born with like. To focus them towards saving they like, yeah, can't maybe they're better at that but not everyone is born with that shit like i'm I impulsive and too. it's and it's not it's not it's not a choice to be impulsive it's just who you are it's like oh my god i have an extra four hundred dollars well i guess i'm gonna buy a, buy a plane ticket somewhere like that is my life i don't i don't care i just i want to live yeah exactly. and i'll figure it out later like like my friend just asked me he's like he's a, i just got an email um, from November to, uh, or from August to November, we can book a plane ticket to Italy for $470. Fuck, I'll go. Yeah. And I said, Who are like, we going with? Who's I, your friend? I, oh, I'm not going. It, Jeff, Jeff always has these, these deals, but I'm like, oh, if I Jeff go. Jeff with the sword? Yeah. I'm like, always like, if I go, I know I'm spending more than $470. I'm probably oh, spending absolutely. at least like probably two, two grand. grand. Yeah. And. <laughs> And, like, I just, I don't know. It's hard for me to turn those things down. Jeff, just send me a message. I'll go. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> but, you know, like, fuck the deficit. Like, the deficit is not a fucking thing. But, okay, so this is where I, this this is where it gets difficult for me. Like, if any, well, When does it become a thing, though? At what point does you it You tell get, me. When, when does it become a thing? But that's what I'm saying. When does it get so big that the, that we can't do anything the next generation? So, I'm a warrior. Yeah. Okay. So it's terrifying that it's in mm. the trillions. So this next generation, are they going to be able to live? Like, are we going to have to cut everything? I mean, what, what do you What do you, do you think? What do you think happens to the country I don't know. with the biggest military budget if they default on their loans? I don't know. I guess I'll have to cancel Space Force or something. Yeah. Maybe we can just not. <laughs> maybe we can just like not have military funding for a year. I don't know. Like we'll be. F- and, and honestly, I don't even think anything happens. Like oh unless God, people come after. That. De- You're what? about to get like. You're bl- gonna get blown up. Don't. Say. No, no, it doesn't matter. It, it, we're not gonna cut military funding. Obviously, that's ridiculous. <laughs> but no country is gonna come after us for these debts because that's not a fucking real thing. It's just a Republican talking point that they're gonna use again once a Repu- or once. A I Democrat didn't even gets use my hold up. She didn't use her hold up, guys. That's impressive because we didn't really, we never really. Uh, she didn't have one to be honest. <laughs> 
Stacy, thanks for being on. Where can yes. we find you, follow you, and anything you want to promote? Um, you can follow me on Insta at SeriouslyLBFH, uh, the hashtag or the at. You can go ahead and follow me on Facebook at Seriously Let's Be Fucking Honest or Stacy Lynn Hissong, H-I-S-S-O-N-G. All right, guys. Oh, thanks. and my podcast. Seriously, let's be fucking honest. Yes, listen to that, everybody. Especially my episode. Listen to, listen to that one. You listen. have two episodes. The only person that has two. Uh, I really want you to listen to the most recent one. I don't. It's so good. The other one is like, I don't know. I felt embarrassed about it. But <laughs> anyways, I'm, I've been Nick Wigella. <laughs> he's been Nick Wigella. We don't know who he's about to be. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at Nick Wigella. Follow us on Facebook at Split Six Media. Remember, it's more important to listen to somebody else than it is for them to listen to you because that's what fucking life's about. <laughs> Understand that, bitches. Thank you for splitting six with us. We'll be back next week this has been episode 133 of this bitch we love you guys thank you bye Uh, yeah bye